Welcome to Positive Rate, an Allied Pilots Association podcast. Welcome to Positive Rate. I'm Captain Sander Mertz, the Deputy Chair of the Communications Committee. And I'm Tammy McBride, a member of the Communications Committee. On today's episode, we speak with DCA Domicile Chair Captain Joe Collins about the membership's concerns about TTS, a contract compliance minute with First Officer Ryan Doris, and a negotiating update from Negotiating Committee member Matt Stanley. Tammy, I'm so glad that Joe was able to find some time to join us this week. There's really been so much uh, talk recently um, between sound offs and among the membership since TTS real-time testing began in Boston, D.C., Phoenix, and L.A. I agree. The sound offs are making it clear, and it's a really it's it's a good thing to get a domicile rep here to speak with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think hearing their voice will be a a nice change for us on the podcast. Also, a reminder to all the pilots out there affected by the winter weather in the Dallas area. Remember, there are numerous resources available to answer any contractual questions you'll face as the severe weather impacts your schedules and any kind of cancellations you might have, recovery obligation, reassignments, added flying, and any other imaginable kind of schedule change um, that that doesn't cover. We will uh, also list a few resources in the episode notes. So make sure to save some of those if you don't already have them saved to your iPads or your phones so you can use them in the future. Resources can be a lifesaver with any kind of schedule change not just the inclement weather. Stay tuned. We're putting together an episode in the future all about the schedule changes with guests from contract compliance and contract admin. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that episode, Tammy. Every time my schedule changes and I speak with contract admin or contract compliance, I feel like I learned something new. And that's after a lot of years of living under this contract. It's just so complicated in that area that um, it it always seems like there's a new nugget of uh, knowledge to gain from that. Oh, I know. I think we all agree this contract is definitely complicated. And when it comes to things like schedule changes, we want to make sure that we're being represented correctly and that the company is following the contract. And it's great to have those resources at hand. Oh, for sure. And uh, and speaking of the contract, let's check in with First Officer Ryan Doris. He's a contract compliance committee member and brings us the contract compliance minute this week. Thanks, Sander. This is FO Ryan Doris from APA Contract Compliance with your contract compliance minute. Today, we're going to touch on reserve volunteer flying on duty-free periods. Section 15C4 of the JCBA permits reserve pilots at company option to voluntarily be awarded sequences on days originally scheduled to be duty-free periods. Reserves are to be paid at their regular rate of pay over guarantee. Reserve pilots on duty-free periods are also eligible to be offered premium flying in accordance with JCBA Section 15I. Reserve pilots who fly OG and premium trips are treated as a line holder on those sequences and given sequence protection in accordance with Section 4C. The APA requested OG and premium flying to only require 10 hours off before follow-on reserve duty in order to make reserve pilots eligible to pick up more flying. This allows a reserve pilot to be eligible for additional flying with the same FAR-117 restrictions as a line holder. Thanks for your time, Sander. Due to the high number of sound offs, we thought it would be helpful to speak with a board member who represents a base where TTS real-time has been implemented. Tammy spoke with Captain Joe Collins, the DCA chair. Here's their conversation. In continuing our theme of discussing our trip trading changes and the new TTS system, let us welcome Captain Joe Collins, a BOD member and the DCA base chair. 
Hi, Tammy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to stop by and talk to the membership. Folks on social media and other forums have really expressed their desire to hear from the board on the issues um, involving TTS. And I know board members respond to sound off as part of their regular communication with our membership. And local domicile communication on the new TTS has really been great. But um, for those maybe not in the rollout basis, like your base, uh, maybe they're not receiving this comm. Can you maybe talk to us a little bit about some of the feedback you've gotten on the test product? Well, you know, I wish I had good news, but but so far, I think um, I had only received really uh, lim very limited positive feedback and a lot of negative feedback. It hasn't been very favorable at all, unfortunately. Yeah, there's been a lot of comments about the seniority-based system, the batch runs, the last-minute trades, different company controls, and just to name a few. It's good to hear that the leadership is listening to the sound off. It's great so many folks have sent in sound off, so the board has a clear understanding of what is working and not working. Are you able to share with us any insight on the board's perspective regarding TTS and the rollout? The first thing I want to say is, as long as the company continues to make unilateral changes, you know, with, without the association's input or knowledge, no system, no software, no piece of software is ever going to function acceptably. I mean, the software doesn't matter as much. What matters is is the settings and and who has control of that. And if uh, if we can't come to some agreement, no one's ever going to be happy. You mentioned something else earlier, but you talked about batch run and the, and the seniority in turn. That was decided by a board majority uh, many years ago that there were lots of people that were more senior and I can I can hear the gnashing of teeth uh, uh, when I bring this up but the reality is is people wanted a seniority component of this they wanted the ability to say okay if you can drop something you, you the, the the board made the choice at the time to say that's going to be done according to uh, seniority rules and that that I mean that's how the that's that from, from from lots of things in our world that's how they work seniority, uh, but but that that is a board decision. Can that ever change? Hmm. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's something that some board members maybe could talk about, based on based on input uh, from from the membership. We really appreciate the insight on the board's perspective. Is this something that's on the agenda to be discussed at the upcoming board meeting? I absolutely am certain that the board steering committee chair is going to be hearing from a lot of board members from the sound offs we have received so far on this issue. So I think definitely it's something we're going to be discussing. We're going to have to discuss. It's a busy time. Section six, um, the Delta contract. Ultimately, yes, this is something the board's going to be discussing. I want to go back and reiterate the importance of sound offs. Hopefully the membership will use the system in place effectively to let us uh, know how they're feeling about this system. Well, it sounds like we're all in agreement that sound offs are the best forum for getting out your likes, dislikes, worries, praise for what's going on with the new TTS system, depending whether you're at a base that is already in the rollout process or you're next in line. That would be the best forum to get all the information going on for the individual passed along to their representation. Sure, absolutely. It's uh, it's it's easy to go kind of in into the social media spaces, and um, you know tell everyone uh, how how you're feeling. I I need the pilots that I represent to effectively communicate with me, so 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 I can work as hard as I can to change things. That's 
what I believe we all want to do. Thank you, Captain Collins, for helping us get the message out and uh, helping the membership understand what their role in moving forward is. You're very welcome, Tammy. It's been my pleasure, and I hope I chat with you soon. Take care. All right. Next up, negotiating committee member, first officer Matt Stanley. He took some time out of his busy schedule to sit down with us to update us on negotiations. Matt, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, I know your schedule is really packed. Hey, yes, uh, Sander and, and Tammy, thank you both for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, certainly, we're very busy, but we're uh, we're never too busy for positive rate, and we're never too busy for the members. Uh, the uh, keeping keeping the members abreast of everything that we're doing to the extent that we can is uh, is super important to to all of us on the committee, especially our chair, uh, Captain John Owens. Last week, uh, you and the negotiating committee met with the board of directors. Can you tell us a bit about how that meeting went and what you, what was discussed? Absolutely, Sandra. Yeah, thanks for the question. In the uh, last week was a busy week for sure, and uh, you know, with with the Delta information coming out, with the the details of the Delta tentative agreement and the details of the Delta Global Scope Agreement, we knew it was appropriate for for us as the negotiating committee to seek a vector check essentially from the board of directors. It was a vector check of the framework really against the Delta TA and the global scope agreement. And so what the what the whole of the APA enterprise did really quite impressively was with input from 25 of the different committees at APA, uh, we put together a head-to-head comparison. It ended up being about 115 pages of comparison between the, uh, the details in the Delta language compared against our JCDA and all associated uh, letters of agreement and MOUs and even the language in our previously achieved AIPs uh, and compared them head to head. And the, the output from that it should be, I think, uplifting to the membership to know that uh, there, there was a few minor additions. Uh, but for the most part, the guidance that, that your board of directors has given the negotiating committee was largely confirmed. And uh, what we are trying to achieve as a negotiating committee at the direction of the board is consistent with the gains that we're seeing uh, across the industry. That was a pretty quick turnaround from when we received the final language from the Delta MEC until APA had a complete contract comparison, wasn't it? Tammy, you're exactly right. It, it was uh, our, it was a fast turnaround. And you know, there's a couple of points I think they're worth mentioning. Uh, first of all, the, the committees uh, at this at, at our union at APA are to be commended. You know, all these people are volunteers, and, and most of them do a lot of their work in their free time uh, when they're not flying and uh, when they're maybe in a hotel. And so, the uh, the asks from us as a negotiating committee were were big, and uh, I think we all recognize that this is an agreement. Uh, the the Delta agreement should it be ratified is was worthy of comparison. And it's something that, uh, that that we want to achieve, uh, a lot of those things. And so the, the committees really stepped up and the, the effort there was really big. And, and then another thing that's that's worth noting is there's, you know, and it was certainly interesting to me as, as a relative newcomer to the negotiating committee, uh, we, we have plans and procedures in place to respond to events like this. And uh, we're uh, the APA is a, is a professional organization that's that's well staffed and well funded, and we we were postured and ready for this. We knew from from when the announcement came out on December second that there was going to be language to follow, and so we anticipated it, and we're, we were well ready to respond and and to have this ready for the board. That's 
really good to hear. I know sometimes to the membership, it feels like APA is like a really big ship that takes a long time to turn. And sometimes the response rate isn't as fast as we had hoped, but it's good to see that uh, in this case, I think our, our speed and nimbleness is actually quite good. In the last negotiating update, you mentioned you've been meeting with management. I think what everybody really wants to know is just the basics. How have the talks been going? Yeah, thank, thanks for that, Tammy. Uh, you know, I, I think one thing that that our negotiating committee chair has has maybe mentioned before, and, and I, it's worth mentioning again, uh, on behalf of our pilots, you know, the negotiations have never stopped. And we've had a lot of changes at, at APA internally and uh, almost daily. Uh, there's a discussion happening with the company on one, one issue or another. And so I think that's important uh, for the members to realize is that, you know, we, we picked the, pick the baton up right where it was, where it was laid and, and uh, have kept on moving forward. And now for, you know, kind of what you're referring to though, is, is the more traditional forms of negotiations where, where we'd be at the table and, uh, what what I can tell you, what I can share with you is uh, we have basically, through discussions with the company, we've gotten agreement with them or we've set up provisions for in-person meetings, traditional style negotiating sessions through the end of February uh, every week. And also that they've they've agreed to not try to approach us and say that they're not ready or that they you know don't have time. And we think that's important because we know we're going to be ready. Uh, we know our team is is eager. And, uh, and we have the data that we need. And, uh, and then the other thing that the company's told us is that they've agreed to bring the right experts to each session. So when we, when we say we're going to talk about, uh, a certain topic, they're going to bring the right SMEs, uh, from their side that they would need to, to ensure that we're all speaking the same language and that they don't have to, you know, say that they need to go back and refer to something. So I, I would tell you that I, I think, uh, I think we're on the right path here and, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to that traditional style uh, continuing. Well, it's really good to hear that there's lots uh, lots scheduled for the negotiating committee. I think the pilots are glad to see uh, some movement on, on the front of negotiating with the company. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today, Matt, and carving out some time from your busy schedule to be here. Yeah, Tammy and, and Sandra, thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, talking with you guys again in the future and, and having a, uh, a lot more to update you on. Thanks for joining us this week. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast app. Thanks for tuning in to Positive Rate, an Allied Pilots Association podcast.